As a born-again believer, you have the DNA of Jesus. Be ready to be activated and launched into your identity as kings. Receive impartation to succeed in life. Recover your ordained sphere of influence. Receive strategies to unlock wealth building for your family and advance the kingdom on earth. Be initiated into the lost tribe of kings, rising to reign and rule alongside the king of kings. Learn more about how you can connect with us by visiting our website, kingsandwealth.com. Again, our website is kingsandwealth.com. give you a little bit of my background. I used to be an attorney for about 10 years. Um, I went to law school in Singapore and then uh, I worked as an attorney in Hong Kong. I met my late husband there. I moved to Germany. I worked a little bit here and um, and then I stayed at home and, and later on I started doing uh, Bible ministry. I started teaching the Bible at uh, one of the churches here and, and the Lord started saying, you really need to go into the word, not just deliver it, not just deliver it. Because a lot of times, a lot of teaching, a lot of teachers, we just, we just kind of uh, regurgitate. I don't want to say regurgitate, but it is regurgitation. You know, the, the thing is about the word is it has to be alive for the teacher, for the teacher. It's not just us understanding intellectually and then just passing on the information. Anybody can pass on information. Anyone. But then I started digging the word. I started wondering, wanting to see X, the book of X come alive. So it was a wonderful church that we we're in, but the spirit of the Lord was not really flowing there. Well, that's okay. I started going out to the streets with Thomas's church lighthouse. And then we started going onto the streets. We started getting people saved. So before I knew it, you know, um, there were several years when I was just doing evangelism and I, together with their church, we saw people got healed, people got saved, and the word was alive from me. The word was alive from me. But then the Lord started saying, okay, your background and heritage in the business world, that has to come to the forefront now. Because there's so many people in the body of Christ that needs this. So many people in the body of Christ needs an identity makeover because they don't know who they are in Christ. So I started pushing out my identity class. And one of the subjects that I talk about in my identity class is that God has called us to be kings and priests. And then the Lord started saying, look, this is an area you really need to go deep. Just keep going deeper and deeper and, and sharper and sharper. And by January 2018, I started having visions. And I remember in January 2018, I pumped, published my first article, and right after the publishing of the first article on transfer of wealth, I saw this amazing vision where Jesus was standing here, and there was a bunch of believers, so many believers standing before him, and he was just throwing out crowns to each and every believer, so many crowns, so many crowns, and um, people were too afraid to pick up the crowns. They weren't catching the crowns. Those crowns just fell right into the mud. Or they were just, it's like, you know, dodgeball. Have you seen how your kids play dodgeball, right? You know, my kid is very good at dodgeball. So people were dodging the crowns like they were dodging dodgeball. And so that was 
that was for me, I was shocked because it, sh- it showed that a lot of people were, were feeling really unworthy. They didn't feel worthy enough to pick up those crowns. And so I just kind of put that vision on the back burner. I went to Israel last year with a couple of my friends here. We met in Israel. And then at Beth El, I saw different versions no, sorry, at the wall, at the Jerusalem wall, I saw so many, so many visions. I saw a, a line of kings just, just standing, just standing, waiting in line to be crowned by Jesus. It's like an entire army of kings being raised up by, 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 by Jesus himself. By Jesus himself. And then I knew that, wow, there's, there's something going on right now. You know, I mean, <laughs> This has got to change. First, we don't know anything about kings. People don't know anything about kings. We don't explore the topic. We don't look into it. And um, as far as I'm concerned, every single believer can be a king. Every one of us. But not everybody's going to respond to that. So today we're going to explore kings and wealth. This is a topic that is so close to me. My late husband was also a king. We had 17 years together, very blessed by it. And through the 17 years, I was praying for him. And I saw him rise meteorologically to become a king. Meteoric rise through prayer, through through prophetic word. But he got it. He understood that he was called to be a king as an advisor in the marketplace. And he was right at the top of his industry. But it starts with the revelation of who God created us to be. This is why I'm doing this. Most of us don't know. I really believe that this is the key. It's one part to pray for revival, but it's another part to pay a revival. Um, the details that Y is giving is something that nobody else is preaching about. There's been a wealth of knowledge and impartation from every session. Um, I had a lot of takeaways for me. I got a lot of, as you say, um, proofs what I always thought, but now in the context of the Bible. The principles that I'm learning are the Bible. So I has just blown my mind. I really believe that we have to teach about wealth, we have to teach about money, we have to teach about business, and uh, so I'm really uh, excited uh, that Vaidhi did that step to step into that new dimension, and I'm so thankful for that. It's an amazing time, and... Uh, I hope she will repeat this. Now, kings. Like I said, this is something that nobody talks about it, but that has got to change. Is it a forgotten tribe? I think so. I think kings are a forgotten tribe. I think kings are a hidden tribe. But the time of uncovering is here. And God has an extraordinary path and plan for kings. Okay, let me just give you a forewarning. This is a path that requires uncommon courage. And it's a path less traveled. It will be lonely. 
Because kings, when I say kings is a biblical term, but really I'm talking about God raising strategic leaders from the body of Christ. Not many people will be willing to do this. There will be a huge price to pay. Count the cost before you sit here and start taking notes. You will know how much it's going to cost today. What constitutes the identity of a king? Four foundational pillars of being kings. Firstly, our core DNA. We'll be looking at our core DNA. Secondly, we'll be looking at how we've been called to be stewards. Thirdly, we'll be looking at the aspect of being serving kings. And fourthly, we are called to be priests. Number one. Now I'm trying to use this analogy because I'm a little bit techy. I'm a little bit, well, I'm not so techy, but I'm very nerdy, you know. So um trying to use this analogy of a source code. Has anybody any idea what a source code is? I mean, you don't have to read this. If, mm, yeah? Would you like to share? No. Okay. It's okay. That's fine. Well, source code is um the code behind a computer program. It is like the DNA of a program. So it is the program that controls the program. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Am I right, Rob? Something like that, right? Okay. Because it, it will determine how the program function. It will determine how the program functions through declaration statements. This is what I got from the internet. How the program itself shall function. And I am saying our source code as born-again believers is we have the DNA of Jesus. And that is our source code. Jesus is called the King of Kings. When we say Jesus is called the King of Kings, what does that mean? You know, a lot of times and for many, many years, I mean, I've been hearing this. I don't know about where you come from, which church background, you know, but what I've heard for a long time, oh, Jesus is the king of kings. He's the king of political rulers on earth. This is how I've understood it for a long time in my churches. You know, but when I started exploring this area, it's like, no, no, this word kings here, that's us. King of kings, that's us. We're his mini-me's. We're his reproductions. Because you know what the Bible says? Reproduction after the same kind, right? Replication after the same kind. So that's why he's our king. And we have the same source code, DNA. I know it is weird to think like that, but you're a king. If you're sitting here, you're a king. And let me tell you, there's no such thing as uh, king, queen. You know, I'm not talking about that at all. Kingship is gender neutral. If you have heard my life, kingship is gender neutral because, because in the Bible it says kings and priests, not kings, queens, and priests. Revelations 19.16 says, He has on his robe and on his tie, king of kings and lord of lords. That's the title of our king. And then Revelations 1, 5 says, Jesus is ruler over kings of the earth. Kings of the earth. We're the kings of the earth. Every born again believer is the kings of the earth. Revelations 1, 6, 5, 10. He has, he has what? He has made us kings and priests to our God. And, and you and I, we shall reign on the earth. 
this is our default factory settings. Genesis 1, 26 to 1, 28, before the fall. Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion all over the earth. Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. And have dominion over the earth. Firstly, we are made in his image. We're starting to hear that more than now these days because people are talking about identity, blah, blah. Yeah. So we are made in this image. We're made according to his likeness. And in combination with Revelations 1, 6 and 5, 10, he has made us kings and priests. I don't know about you guys, but I am a real series junkie. So, you know, you can judge me. I don't care. You think I'm, I don't care what you think, but I watch Westworld. Westworld. That's a HBO, very edgy TV series. And then Westworld is about um, this huge theme park in the in science fiction. And a lot of the, the robots in there look just like human, you know, and then they will be interacting just like people. And there was a quest in the whole storyline, the whole plot about how the robots were trying to find their identity. So they were trying to figure out what their original default factory set settings are. That was the story. It was amazing. The, the robots themselves are trying to find their identity, you know, and what they have been programmed to do, who they are, their loop. You know, they started figuring things out like that. Gosh, you know, how is it that Hollywood is touching some really core issues in people and, and the body of Christ hasn't figured that out? So this is our default factory settings. We have been made according to his image. We have his DNA as kings. And we have been given the loop to have dominion. We're going to come to that, what that is. That's our mandate. To be fruitful, to multiply, to fill the earth, to subdue it. You know what? This is actually very violent language. You know, we just listen to this all the time or read this all the time. We don't think about it. Hello, we're talking about subdue. We're talking about domination. It's time that we start looking at these words again, like really look at these words. And what does it mean for you and I, for, for us? You know, is it just a word? Nah. God didn't put it in there just to be another word. There has to be action and testimony and results to back that up. God's intrinsic nature is to create, to own, to reign, to rule to legislate, to govern, to bring order to the universe he created. We have been made in his image and likeness in his source code because we can function in that same loop because it is our default factory settings. So we should be doing the same thing that God does, that, that God did. Create. We should be, we should be owning. We should be reigning. We should be ruling. We should be legislating. We should be legislating. We should be governing. We should be subduing. We should be dominating. We should be reigning. Should, should. It's time to step out of your castle and cross that moat. Because it's time to release that talent and the resource back into the kingdom. If you've always been fidgeting throughout your life and wondering, how come I don't fit over here or I don't fit over there? But you, you feel like there's something inside of you. You are meant for greater works. I wrote over here, coronation process. Now, you know, the prophetic vision was great how there's a line of, of kings going to, to, to Jesus and Jesus was crowning every 
single king. But the coronation process of becoming a king is very painful and very lonely. It requires tenacity and boldness, shameless pursuit. Think about that. The Lord gives you a vision, it's clear. He gives you a strategy, it's clear. You will have to implement. The implementation is painful. Tenacity and boldness. Shameless pursuit. And once you start, you start growing, you start leading, you start building. And then finally we come to dominion. See, I'm never satisfied with people just throwing out words. Break it down for me. I was an attorney. I need to know. You know, I've got an analytical mind. God gave me an analytical mind not for nothing. So I want to know, you know, what it means to be a king. And this is what the Lord has given me. You can purchase our 2022 Kings and Wealth Conference Package at our website, kingsandwealth.com. The Kings and Wealth Conference Package includes 16 hours of strategic teaching by Y.E. Schmidt and other high net worth investors, course materials, Y.E.'s new book, Kings on the Rise, in ebook format, as well as a bonus paperback version of Kings on the Rise. This powerful elite package is available to you for only $99.55. Visit our website, kingsandwealth.com, to purchase this life-changing resource now. Again, our website is kingsandwealth.com. Yeah, today at the Kings and Wealth 2019, it was awesome. Um, I had a lot of takeaways for me. I got a lot of, I should say, um, proofs what I always thought, but now in the context of the Bible. And so it means a lot for me. And also, uh, there was like a specific topic about the tithing and everything. And in my opinion, she confirmed by what I always thought about. So she did a great job, and I can't just recommend it to everybody who just take on his or her throne. Right.